0: Hey everybody, this is Townsend. I'm a singer, songwriter, musician, and mental health advocate, and I started the You're Not Alone project and podcast to help educate, spread awareness, and simply help you feel a little less alone no matter what you're going through. thank you so much for tuning in to Season 2 of You're Not Alone with Townsend. Be sure to click the follow button and share these stories. You can also watch the interviews on our YouTube under Townsend T Music. You can also keep up with the journey if you follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Townsend T Music. Every like, follow, and share helps us continue to change lives. I'm beyond excited to announce that I'm releasing a new music project. 2018 was the last time I re- released a full project, so I'm nervous, I'm excited, and I'm ready to bring you some new music. I collaborated with some of the world's best musicians and a multi-grammy winning producer to make these songs the very best they could be. They're recorded, perfected, and in the vault just waiting to be released. Here's where you come in. So the recording process is done, but I need your help with the releasing process. Distribution, merch, design video, marketing, all of those things are not cheap. As a matter of fact, we were trying to add up how much we've spent so far in this process, and we stopped counting at $13,000. Ugh. So the first time, I'm doing a Kickstarter. I've had so many people wanting to be part of the process, and here's your chance. This gives my supporters a chance to help out, but the best part is you get amazing exclusive offers just for helping out. The team and I sat down and put a lot of thought into these rewards. We have things like phone memos of the songs, exclusive video and audio tracks, songs that didn't quite make the cut, and we even have private acoustic house parties where I come play for you. Every person that helps will get first access to the hit song, Let's Sneak Out, before it's released publicly. It's gonna be amazing, but we need your help. We have 30 days to meet this goal. If it's not met, we get nothing nada so donate share and please let's make this happen Welcome to You're Not Alone with Townsend. It is Townsend, of course. Today, I've got an exciting guest. This is someone I met actually through someone. I was playing for the mental health NAMI, basically is what it was called, but they were having a mental health convention. I met Miss Vina there, and we started chit-chatting about her foundation and what she does and what she's passionate about, which happened to be gambling, which is something I realized I don't really know that much about. So we got to talking and I was like, listen, when you get two free seconds, which it took us a little while to get there because she is busy, busy. But I had to talk about this because when I think about addiction, my mind goes to drugs or alcohol. And so I feel like that's super common. So today we're going to be chit-chatting about addiction, but really in the gambling aspect of it. And so we're going to talk to Miss Vina. I'm going to let you check Schneider. Yeah. Yes. Yes. yes, You got it. (laughs) Yes. Okay. I was really nervous about that part, but we got it. Thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah. Thank you for having me. I'm really, really excited uh, to talk more about it. And like you said, we met at uh, one of our mental health awareness events in the month of March. And so excited to create that awareness and keep it going throughout the community and just let everybody know what's going on.
0: Absolutely. And I appreciate all you do, but we will get there. We'll talk about what you do in just a minute. First, who is Vena? So for people that don't know you, God, there's so much. But anything you want to introduce us to, maybe your job, your title.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I'm originally from Southwest Louisiana, so I always say that I had bring a little something special, extra little spice to Arkansas, right? I've been been here, went to school at University of Arkansas Little Rock uh, a couple of times. Um, worked within, started off in criminal justice um, that led me to mental health by way of the uh, drug courts. Uh, believe it or not, in Pope County, Arkansas, in good old. Russellville, Arkansas. Um, my first job out of school was a drug court counselor. So I'm thinking I'm getting prepared to like go undercover with the ATF or something like that. I get put in the circle in the middle of a classroom outside of the probation office. And they're like, here's your clients. You're going to counsel them. And I'm like, no, I'm ready to go undercover. And they're like, yeah, this is what you're doing. And so, <laughs> believe it or not, from that, that's my first um, kind of actual experience from the criminal justice system melding into uh, mental health in that field. And so, going back to school to pick up all those other counseling uh, trainings and assessments and, and how to identify what is mental health, what does it mean, how to de-escalate a situation, those kind of things. Um uh, how to get out of crisis, those kind of things. And then to kind of getting us here, right, uh, where I am now. So that's kind of my start in all of this is with mental health and addictions, uh, but for substance use in the court systems. Um, oh, so yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. If somebody signed me up to go undercover in a drug circle, I'd be like, I'm out. I'm sick whatever day that happens. So for you to be like, put me in coach, I'm like, we well, need more people like you.
1: To be honest, it was during the hype of like CSI had just started, so you know the 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 TV series. So I'm like, I'm all in it, right? That's so. it. Oh
0: man, oh man, you were much braver than me. I'm a I'm a chicken person. If they would have put me in a room with people to talk to them, I'd be like, score! This is it. This is where I'm. This is where I'm comfortable. Don't put me out undercover anywhere. I'd be the person sweating. I'd give away my identity immediately. I want to personally thank you for taking the time to listen to these conversations. It truly means so much. We've changed so many lives for the better, and we want to continue doing so throughout 2023. This project is made possible by sponsors and patrons. So if you'd like to help keep the You're Not Alone project going and hearing these amazing stories, we would love for you to join the family at patreon.com slash Townsend T Music. Just for signing up, you'll get free merch, discounts, and behind-the-scenes patron-only footage, not only of my music, but of each episode. That's right, so each guest on every episode answers a few more questions that only patrons will be able to watch and listen to. So head on over to patreon.com slash townsendtmusic, and let's continue changing lives. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Okay, so you've been very open with your passion regarding addiction and especially gambling. And like I said, we chatted about it at NAMI. What got you into this topic specifically? Because like I said, I feel like most people's minds don't really go to gambling when they think of addiction. So what led you in that direction specifically?
1: Yeah. Oh, very good question. So long, long ago, right? Grew up in a town in Southwest Louisiana. Paint the picture that grew up in a little fisher town, fisheries kind of industry town where there's oil refineries to the left. And then there's Three casinos to the right. And so um, we have a thing in mental health called ACEs scores, where you kind of identify someone's past experiences and traumas as a kid in their childhood. And then that kind of equivalents to what kind of trauma and what kind of experiences they have as an adult. And looking back and doing my ACEs score, right, I had, um, you know, I guess experiences with my own family members kind of almost coming up missing in a sense not in a bad way but they would be gone for for hours to almost days at a time at our local casinos or what we call them our truck stops uh back home right and so kind of tucking that back in my memory and to fast forward met a wonderful fellow here in arkansas and got married and had a little bit of experience uh i guess reliving that experience of kind of like that loss of time with my uh spouse um and and in the case from my loved one it came out in the form of depression which led him to kind of be gone for hours at a time um, at a local establishment um, in the state and so we sat down and called the 1-800 number that you know that ominous if you call blah, 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 right That's it goes it. really fast. what call that 1-800 number and they're like well the closest services are in louisiana
0: ironic okay
1: ironic and so this was uh only a a few years ago they said well you know you can get services uh we can check your insurance all that but the closest service is in louisiana and i said no that can't be like look up my zip code again right look up our look up our area code and they're like sorry that's that's all we have for your state and I'm like, I'm in Arkansas. And so being the, the good uh, kind of advocate that I am for, again, for addiction as a whole, read more about it, did, did some counseling services, um, and then realized that there was a whole nother kind of uh, counseling services specifically for uh, problem gambling addiction that I didn't know. And so led me to call in some folks at a national office and they said, oh, you wanna start one here? And I'm like, no, I just, uh, you misheard. Need, yeah. We just, we just need help. We're closer than Louisiana. We need help in Arkansas. Like, and they're like, yeah, you're the perfect person to start it. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, <laughs> true story that I, I called out and asked for help. And then they said, you can be the help.
0: Wow. Right. Okay. I had no idea. That's how that went down. All right. Yeah. You, you yeah. dove right in. You were volunteered.
1: So Ben, like I said, in the substance use disorder and addiction space for things seems like at least 12 years now um, through health services, outpatient, mental health, right? Um, got up and called all of, you know, and they say dial a friend. I dialed a friend, dialed a few friends. yeah, uh, And a s- couple of super friends answered my call and they said, OK, we are going to. Go ahead and get into this with you, and we don't know what we're doing, but we're gonna we're gonna help you out, and so that's how the council formed for the Arkansas Problem Gambling Council. Uh, only it's only been formed two years now, total. Yeah,
0: that is crazy. So it's kind of crazy to me. Ironic that the number that you call. Regarding your troubles with your marriage takes you back home to where the trouble all kind of began in your childhood. So that's kind of ironic to me. I'm a big person on things don't happen. It's not a coincidence.
1: No, not at all, not at all. And so, like I said, remembering, you know, kind of going through those things Mm -hmm. from all the you do the exercises, you get the grades right, and you're like, okay, I passed. And then, but that memory is there, and I'm like, oh wait, I it's familiar to me. This feels like home, but in a a different sense to where, um, again, I didn't realize what, on the mental health side of it, what the depression and anxiety looked like in the form of gambling or problem gambling.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of that, okay, so I've mentioned this a couple of times, but I have had it episodes on addiction several times but again it's always related to drugs or alcohol so I feel like my listeners have heard that multiple times but what are some maybe gambling addiction statistics or something to kind of bring it to life so what kind of stuff are we looking at especially in Arkansas maybe or like what what numbers do you have that can make it real
1: Right, so I can totally make it real for you because now, guess who gets to look at look at the calls on the other end? Uh, now those calls uh-huh. now routed back to back to home. Yep. Um, so it goes through a system of triage with trained counselors on the other end, right? And so we actually work together with the state of Louisiana, uh, and so they help take the calls, and then we disseminate those calls into different clinics across the state now to to have the help at home.
0: OK, right?
1: cool. Uh, so I would like to say nationally, two percent. Uh, we're looking at uh, folks that call into that one eight hundred helpline or seek help uh, through other means. Two percent of folks all over the country um, have been, I guess, identified as problem gambling or compulsive gambling uh, disorder. So two percent is about um X amount of million of the population, right nationally, but statewide in Arkansas, we're looking at at least two hundred thousand or so folks at some level of severity.
0: Yeah. So now, are those just people that call?
1: So re- yearly, we're looking at an average of about six to seven thousand calls a year. Now, some of them do call just to see what the buffet is at <laughs> a casino or had one fellow during the last ice storm that said there's a gas station that wouldn't sell him a ticket before they close. You know, we do get those kind of calls. Yeah. We also get the other kind of calls that say um, there's an illegal dice house and we want to tip off. And I'm like, I'm not in the FBI, but we will follow up on that. Yeah,
0: call I wanted to be, but I'm problem. not. Here we are.
1: But I didn't go through training or- yeah. So, um, but like I said, uh, at least an out of that five to seven thousand, we'd like to say probably about twenty five hundred of those calls um, that we've seen need help with the severity of of a problem gambling. Right. Wow.
0: Okay. So Arkansas is looking at about two hundred thousand people that gamble have trouble with gambling. Okay. That's a that's a big number.
1: Big number for our state, right, considering our population and everything. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And so I'd like to say tying it in with the, again, mental health, right, um, that can look like the, the depression and anxiety, but also that we have that co-occurring with mental health and the substance use, substance use and mental health with gambling, 60% of folks.
0: Okay. That, that kind of escalates it for me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, a, co- a correlation of the two is about sixty percent. So
0: okay,
1: it's more than what you would think, right?
0: Right, and it makes total sense. It makes you feel good in that moment, just like drugs and alcohol do. <laughs> it feels good for a minute.
1: Yes, it's the highs and the lows. Yeah. You always see highs and the lows. But again, like I always tell people, it is not cliche the house always wins, right? But I like to say that as a disclaimer for our organization, the Arkansas Problem Gambling Council, we're neither for or against the casinos or any kind of form of gambling, uh, sports betting, anything like that. We only seek to help those that... Um, Or having issues, right? Uh, Maybe small to large. And then also their family members to educate and create awareness. And then also to add on that extra piece of financial literacy. So...
0: Yeah, I love that. Absolutely. And I think that goes with anything. In moderation, things can be okay. And sometimes they can even be good. You go, you know, my friends go to the horse races all the time for a fun Saturday morning. But it, when it becomes a problem, you know, yes. you lose all your money at home. You lose marriages. It starts to cause issues. We need to look into something a little little more helpful.
1: Yes, I always say, you know, when it causes, we want you to have fun. We want you to have fun, right? Um, but when it starts uh, troubling with money, marriages, mortgages, and just time management, then those are the M's that we're looking for that that can cause real issues that affects the entire family, right? Because addiction, at the root of it, it's still a family disease.
0: Oh, absolutely. That's a great way to look at it. Absolutely. So I feel like, speaking of that, I feel like gambling is kind of a double-edged sword because I feel like it's promoted everywhere you pass billboards you pass like you said even just truck stops gas stations they're selling tickets and all these things we got brand new casinos all over arkansas and i mean to be honest it brings in a lot of money for the state and it goes into scholarships and things like that so let's chat about that a little bit so how how can we look at that like it's good but it's also kind of bad
1: I am very happy that you asked this. So I always tell people I was today years old, right? Because our organization was never intended to like. Uh, you're never gonna see us with a picket at a picket line or or boycotting like the casinos or or sports betting or anything because we do know that it helps boost the economy. And let's be honest, it's a part of tourism in our state of Arkansas as well, right? We have world famous, you know, facilities uh, here in the state that we've had forever, crossing through borders. and and times and time zones. And so we love that part, right? There's actually, believe it or not, each entity has what's called a corporate responsibility and they do a corporate responsibility pledge. Um, The National Council on Problem Gambling along with the state affiliate ourselves with the Arkansas uh, Problem Gambling Council, we all take in a pledge for responsibility for training and awareness Along with the uh, the other the industry as we call them the gaming industry takes a pledge with the American Gaming Association, um, and what happens with them we get together believe it or not we have conferences together all the time I just left a conference in Las Vegas believe it or not okay a of, and we as a as a mental health professional we identify what our clients are our clients are saying that may become issues for them and we bring it to the table for the the commissions the gaming commissions and so to review what the advertising looks like what the free bets look like what the free plays are right that language how we're changing ever evolving that language um what the player experiences, because believe it or not again we're here to promote for you to have fun and not you know lose it all um but then on the industry side, um, again, they're there to have you to promote and have fun because they want you to come back. So at the end of the day, um, I was sworn in as a one conference we went to. I'm considered I wore a word little badge. I wish I had it to show you. I'm a consumer protection agent. Right. I said, that's, well, that
0: sounds pretty cool.
1: That's the closest I'm going to get to the FBI, but that's- I'm a consumer protection agent, right? And that just means that I I get a cool title for the nerdy job that I do with the mental health side of it. But I really do get to walk the casino floor with the gaming industry folks and are like, look at those lights, look at those sounds. How many drinks are we pouring? Are we being aware? Again, they take special trainings for, you know, folks that uh you don't want to be inebriated from alcohol or drugs or anything, but also just safety while uh patrons are on their floors, but also looking, I look at the mental health side um of it as well. So it's it's a really cool juxtaposition um to be in a role that I've taken on with that, with the being consumer protection agent. <laughs> the
0: CPA. I love it. Okay. One bonus points for using the word juxtaposition in a podcast. You're a first. <laughs> Okay, been a smart. No big deal. Two, that makes so much. And that's crazy to me to think about walking up and down the aisles. And for one, for the, you know, these people to be open to you guys coming in and almost criticizing, working hand in hand, but you know what I mean? Giving um, suggestions, maybe. Uh, that's really yes. cool that, that they're able to do that and not push back on that. That's neat.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a really cool relationship that we've developed with all of the um, the industry uh, folks that are here in the state. And then also out-of-state players as well, because we have the ominous, like now we know the presence of the sports gaming, which I tell people, there's a casino in their phone, right? In their pocket, 24-7, it could be turned on. Anytime, accessed all over, and that's where we're also here to also bring awareness to from any age, right? Because now we we have you know the kiddos, our young adults, as like to call them college age students, that are getting into the game, right? But they also could be getting into other games, and you know sometimes as loved ones and parents and supporting and just being like, oh. My cards on the phone, just just order something, get it sent in, whatever, right? But that card could also be used. That number that we save, it also be used for a kiddo, right? To um, to order a new game, right? Or what we call in the industry also is a loot box for like a kid's game and like so it's just like buying new armor or changing their screen name or changing their jersey on before a new game that they start that could be fifty dollars a hundred dollars two hundred dollars
0: absolutely i hear about that all the time
1: that's how it starts right sometimes that's how it starts from a from as young as seven eight years old
0: Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I never thought about that. It it seems so innocent, but it's good. It feels good. We're going to buy this and buy that. And it's no big deal. We'll just put it on a card and you don't see it until later, if ever. Right. Interesting. Okay. I hadn't thought about that.
1: Yeah. And even um, I'd also say now one of the big things I have people that say, oh, no, I don't I don't play with real money. And I said, that's fine. But at some point that that game is remembering your preferences. They're they're watching. Right. They're watching. So at the right moment, they'll say, do you want to cash out your imaginary coins for real money?
0: Yeah. Oh, Lord, and mercy. Is <laughs> that as, as if social media in bad enough? Now it's like, let's uh, let's let's put some real money on this right now. Yes, yes. Yes. I, uh, thankfully I am not into that. Does, that doesn't tempt me. I don't have enough time to play games. However, I can see how tempting it would be to hop on there. I have seen a lot of people do, you know, on their cell phone or on their iPad or whatever, they'll play cards you mm-hmm. know, and they can sit there and deal blackjack and do all these different things, just like they're at a casino. Yeah. So just sitting at home. I mean, think about that. People get bored and you could easily $1, $5, $20. So yeah, how easy to fall into that.
1: It is still remembering your behaviors, your patterns, right? Your pattern of play, as I'd like to call it in the industry. And it's very interesting. Um, I, again, I was today years old when I went to a recent conference and they talk about being in the gray. And I'm like, Okay, I know there's a black market, right? So there's a black market that has like those offshore games that we want people to be aware of, know the site that you're playing, right? And there's some very good protections again out there with verifying ID and verifying date of birth and it checks your IP digital address to your home address to where you're playing to what the cards you have on file. Also, gray games, right? That are not quite registered in the state because believe it or not, you know, that revenue still is collected for the good of the state and for the good of the people. But also, if you did not know, um, there's a small caveat in legislation uh, carved out for problem gambling uh, help in the state of Arkansas. And so 2% uh, of everything played in the state can be collected uh, from revenue from gaming and given back to... Uh, places like ourselves, the Problem Gambling Organization, um, to actually do mental health services.
0: Okay, very cool. Okay, yeah, I love that. That's awesome. Now, we kind of talked about this a little bit. It's kind of hand in hand. So we could talk about it both ways, but how could gambling affect mental health or even turn that around? How could mental health affect gambling? And I know, like I said, we touched on it a little bit earlier, but let's dive a little further into that.
1: Right. And like what a lot of times we see coming in or are, are folks calling in and also those that are concerned with their loved ones or persons calling and saying, I'm just depressed, but I'm also could be bored, you know, something that could just be I'm waiting in the car till my shift starts or waiting, you know, for school or something, it could be turned into a habit, right? We see that in forms of major depression, maybe mild anxiety going up higher to severe anxiety. Um, sometimes it looks like a loss of time with a loved one. You're like, they're gone for, day, for not just days, but hours at a time. Or they're very irritable, like they just want to be left alone. Or in the case of someone I know, I love near and dear, they've got every TV, every screen on in the house and they are zoomed in for hours and they're calling it work.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. All right. That's one way to look at it. Interesting. And I feel like that could go both ways. Am I wrong there? I feel like anxiety and depression could cause that habit. But then I feel like if you get sucked too much in it, it could also cause depression and anxiety. Yeah.
1: Yes. When we're seeing actually right now, um, I know our good friends at NAMI, the National Association of Mental Illness, uh, in the chapter here in Arkansas, we work really closely with suicide. Suicidality rates are about 10 percent, believe it or not, from problem gambling.
0: I never would have thought that
1: everything and they don't know how to tell their loved ones, they don't know how to tell their family, they're, they're, they're stressed about how they're going to win this money back, or if they're ever going to get this money back, right, and they ruminate on that, then that can cause major depression and also lead into suicidality or thoughts of that, at least. So um, definitely something else to look for um, in folks as well.
0: Wow. That never even crossed my mind. Like, yeah, of course you lose everything. And then you're a little bit embarrassed, maybe on the outside, you look like you got it all together, but interesting. Okay, man, that is so important. Like I said, I love this conversation. I love that you were willing to hop on and just kind of bring it to life.
1: Yeah. I yeah. I'm very thankful again to spread the awareness because like I said, I know what it feels like as a, as a loved one. Right. Um, and then also growing up and seeing it in my community, but also kind of connecting the dots and putting it together. But then knowing that, you know, I know that I'm, I'm a person that's solution oriented and I wanted to find help, but also find solutions for others because I know that I wasn't alone. Um, but now I'm all in uh, with the ARPG Council. So
0: Yeah, girl, you dove head first. Yes, I love it. it. We are so thankful for you. That is for sure. So I am more than excited to introduce you to Arkansas. And further than that, this, this podcast is heard all over the world, which is really incredible. But where, where could people reach for help, including your company? How or where can people go to seek help, not only for themselves, but maybe a loved one, uh, maybe to learn more about the statistics or learn more about what to do? Like, where can people go?
1: Right. So there's a couple of places just like long ago. Right. The first place that I looked at that ominous number you see uh, on the small screen. Are you hearing on the yeah, radio?
0: It's like this big, though, on the commercials.
1: And we've actually changed the number. Believe it or not, there's a couple of major league um, sporting initiatives also, right, to co- to create that awareness. And so the NFL has so ever graciously sponsored a new number where we're all together, and that new number is 1-800-GAMBLER. So 1-800-G-A-M-B-L-E-R. That can be reached from any telephone, talk, text, chat. There's a lovely person that has been trained to answer those calls all across the country. Um, Again, we work with a call center that's closest to us in Louisiana. Those calls get sent back to the state of Arkansas to Arkansas clinicians. We have clinicians posted, I'd like to say in four corners of the state, right? And then Myself and a lot of our other council members travel all over the state to do awareness trainings and talks with schools and colleges, universities, mental health clinics, um, and uh, other professional associations all over. So 1-800-GAMBLER is the first start for us locally in Arkansas and Central Arkansas and all over the state. ARPGCouncil.org or our local number is 501-403-2321. We will answer Monday through Sunday, 8 to 5 p.m., and if not, it rolls over to the national helpline that that will also save a message and disseminate the call as well. Um, Someone could uh, find us on Facebook at ARPG Council, um, and also Twitter, I believe, and also LinkedIn, So we have three different social platforms that we're on as well.
0: You got in and got on it, girl.
1: Like I said, I'm all
0: in. I'm all in for my state of work. Listen, (laughs) if I need something done, I'm going to be calling you because you go in and you go out. I love it.
1: Call me. You call me. I'm super excited um, that recently, with the National Council on Problem Gambling, um, I have been appointed on a uh, executive board. Um, and I'm like, okay, uh, it's me. Uh, I'll, I'll sign up for this. And so, one of six for an executive leadership board now that actually represents the national level for the United States.
0: W- holy moly! That is amazing girl go yeah. you yeah.
1: yeah well they said we see your energy we see your drive you guys are doing amazing things in the state of Arkansas and we want to copy that and so now it's really cool um they took my size for a north face jacket the other day girl I don't the- <laughs> ain't even mad about that I'm like does that mean you guys are sending me to Canada or Australia first is it cold in Australia I don't know but I know Canada gets cold so I'm hoping
0: Well, I was thinking, I was just thinking about getting a cool shirt, but I'll take a trip too. That is awesome.
1: So I am on the short list now for the delegation, right? Because there's the North American delegation. And then we go to the European uh, nation uh, with the UK. Um, Singapore has the Asian uh, delegation. And then also Australia. Australia is the other that we're connected with.
0: That is too cool. Yeah. Well, congratulations. That is amazing. And you've been doing it, you said, like two years, right?
1: Two years, and so this appointment just came. They just announced it. I had to run, right? Yeah. And uh, people all over the country voted and voted for me from Arkansas, right? I was like, someone's following our page, I guess, and seeing the work that we're doing. So super excited. We talk about everything from mental health, again, the correlation with the alcohol and substance use, and then also suicidality. You know, uh, special populations with minorities and gaming, women and gaming women are the the uh highest i guess uh population to start uh gambling um now at 30 percent right of all new gamblers are women
0: okay women yeah well yeah. that could be a podcast on its own women and gambling
1: yeah it's those girls nights out. Oh, that's true.
0: Yeah. Ladies, you better be careful. Keep my Venice, it's my like, friend Venice number,
1: but it's a fun, safe place to go. Right. And so again, we're just here to say, you know, keep it fun. That that's, that's what we want to do. Absolutely. I love that
0: so much. Thank you so much for joining Like I feel now, like they're right. Your passion, like even comes through the screen right now. I'm like, I'm going to go start my own company even though I got 17 things going on but yeah you are amazing thank you so much for representing Arkansas so amazingly well you're well spoken I have worked with you like I said one through NAMI and then with your company just one-on-one and it was so cool just to see you interact and to see you speak thank you for all that you do
1: yeah I know thank you again for having me on like I said we're here to spread awareness and education and help right we're here to help
0: I love that. I love that. Okay, let's hop off here. We're going to go ahead and do our patron questions. If you are interested, every guest on here does a few extra questions. They're exclusive for patrons only. It's on Patreon.com slash Townsend T Music. But for everyone else, we will see you next week. Venna, thank you so much for joining. All right, guys, we'll catch you later. If you'd like to hear the rest of this interview, visit Patreon.com slash Townsend T Music. And don't forget, you can also watch the interviews on our YouTube channel at Towns and T Music YouTube. Okay guys, if you're in the market to buy or sell, I have the perfect company for you. Clark and Girl Realty is located in the Benton Bryant, Arkansas area. But they're able to serve you no matter where you're located in the state. They've streamlined the process of buying or selling a home to make it so much easier. They have a team of industry experts that make sure you have access from anything you can think of i'm talking from local home inspectors to painters to gardeners and so much more just to provide you with the best service possible they're dedicated to providing the most up-to-date market data in the area and i think the coolest part is if you go on their website you can use their easy to use fast property search you can even create a custom market report to see what's active under contract and sold in your neighborhood. Their team is made up of caring, knowledgeable professionals that work around the clock to help you with the process of buying and selling your home. So again, if you're in the market to buy or sell, Clark & Co. Realty is definitely the company for you. Tell them Townsend sent you. Let's be honest. I think we could all use somebody to talk to every now and then. Healing Path Counseling in Conway, Arkansas, is 100% my go-to when it comes to therapy. Wendy Blackwood has more credentials than letters in the alphabet. She's won awards for her outstanding services and has a whole page of board memberships. Basically, she knows what she's doing. She works hard to help equip you with the tools needed to live your best life she even offers a variety of services including but not limited to cognitive behavioral therapy technology assisted counseling relationship counseling and emdr trust me i know therapy can be intimidating at first but let me assure you wendy does her best to make you comfortable and find the best solutions and plans for you trust me don't wait to make the call Give Wendy Blackwood Healing Path Counseling a call today. Get started on the best version of you.